A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. Peter is describing in 2 Peter chapter 2 what it is that makes false teachers tick. He is analyzing uh, what it is that enables them to work as they do. And he is doing this in order to help Christians so that we would understand what uh, is happening and thereby be able to cling to the written word of God and to remain confident in that word and to live lives that honor the gospel and witness to the truth. It's Wednesday the 10th of February and we're going to read the second half of verse 10 in 2 Peter through to verse 12. Bold and willful, he is describing uh, the unrighteous false teachers, those who are held under punishment by God until the day of judgment, those who in the second half of verse 10 are indulging in the lust of defiling passion and despising authority, justifying thereby their wrong action by a rejection of the written word of God. So, second half of verse 10 goes on, bold and willful, they do not tremble as they blaspheme the glorious ones, whereas angels, though greater in might and power, do not pronounce a blasphemous judgment against them before the Lord. But these, like irrational animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed, blaspheming about matters of which they are ignorant, will also be destroyed in their destruction. Now, these are very hard words, but we have to see that they therefore present a a very serious topic, and we shouldn't uh, recoil from the violence with which Peter presents these truths. They are presented violently because they are important, and uh, we must uh, face up to them as they are presented. So when he says bold and willful, he is describing here, by the way, uh, their conduct, their wrongdoing, their indulgence in the lust of defiling passion. And that, of course, doesn't mean that they themselves do all these things, but they legitimize them for, for other people in order to be popular. So bold and willful means that they are arrogant, they are reckless, they are self-willed, They are brazenly egotistical in their attitudes. Uh, They do not tremble as they blaspheme the glorious ones. So it means they're kind of fearless. They they have a a reckless courage uh, in which nothing is held to be sacred. Now, it's rather mysterious, isn't it, verses uh, 10 and 11. What exactly does it mean? And frankly, uh, most commentators aren't quite sure. What seems most likely is the glorious ones referred to at the end of verse 10 is describing um, angels. Um, It's only messengers, and angels aren't necessarily messengers, but in the context, it probably is describing angels. Uh, Whatever it is, they are messengers of God. They are messengers of the glory of God. They are gospel messengers. And so if they are blaspheming, that message, uh, those messengers, they are blaspheming that message, which means they are blaspheming God. And then the contrast is made in verse 11, whereas angels, 
in one sense, infinitely superior beings without sin and working for God directly, though greater in might and power, do not pronounce a blasphemous judgment against them. I think the them is the false teachers before the Lord. And it's saying that the recklessness and the presumptuousness and the pride of these false teachers far exceeds their station. They stand above angels, as it were, and they actually stand before uh, above God. And uh, they do that with their homemade doctrines. And their titanic arrogance is exhibited in their brushing aside the thing for which God made the universe and the salvation for which his son, Jesus Christ, died. Then he goes on in verse 12 to describe uh, their nature. And he says they are like irrational animals. You could translate that brute beasts. They are creatures of instinct. That means they are incapable of accepting moral guidance. Their pursuit of indulgence of fleshly appetites is instinctive. It's untethered to the word of God. And then Peter says they're born to be caught and destroyed. That's a word that would be used for the abattoir, for the slaughterhouse. It's picturing, it could picture farm animals reared for slaughter. Blaspheming, the verse goes on, about matters of which they are ignorant. Now, ignorance, let's just think about that word ignorance for a moment. Um, Ignorance is different from innocence. We mustn't confuse the two things. People are innocent because they don't know something and uh, they might have no reason to know it. But ignorance is the condition that derives from the culpable act of ignoring. If you ignore things, if you turn your back on the truth of God, you become ignorant. And that is a blameworthy condition. It reflects the willful rejection of God's word, which then uh, they feel very comfortable to blaspheme. Of course, arrogance and blasphemy rests on the bed of ignorance. Arrogance and ignorance are partners. They go together. And then, at the end of verse 12, uh, Peter writes, will also be destroyed in their destruction. There's a double emphasis on the fact that they face destruction. Their destiny is destruction. So they are very terrible uh, in one sense. Uh, They are um, creatures who are described there as just animals. And yet they are uh, creatures who are doomed. And the blasphemy that they are three times referred to as doing, did you notice the word blaspheme or blasphemous or blaspheming? Um, The word was used three times. Um, That blasphemy is something for which they will pay. Uh, We'll come back to this tomorrow as we go on to look at not how they despise authority, but how they wrongly behave. Loving Heavenly Father, please help us to um, understand how uh, false teachers not only um, behave badly, but uh, out of the control of your word, but how they also despise that word. And please would understanding that guard us from falling into Uh, those traps, and indeed succumbing to the temptations that will certainly come our way. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus.
by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.